It's MMA and beyond. Beyond, beyond. You all should have heard what was just happening here. You all should have heard it. The manimal trying to get free hugs from Ray Longo. Unbelievable. Ray said all he wants to do is punch me in the face, but it's okay. I have a face that's very punchable. That's it. That's it. That's it. I try to help the guy and what happens. What's going on, guys? What's happening? Manimal, you getting some training in? Last week we had high manimal. Now we have endorphin manimal. Oh, my. I'm so hyped right now. He's hyped up. He's hyped up. He had his... Bell on, you had your little timer going. I had my work. Yeah, <laughs> my little timer was helping me to work. You know, but yeah, I got a good little workout in. I'm a little banged up, so I just did some cardio tonight. But You feeling good? good? I feel fantastic. I'm ready to do the damn thing. Listen, this this tomorrow, guy, first of all, we, we know he's a the glass is half full type of guy. You know? I mean, um, it's pretty obvious at this point. Because if anybody should think their glass is half <laughs> empty, it's him, and he won't. So <laughs> no, it's like, I mean, he he's a, the I guy's refuse. unbelievable. I mean, this guy is Anthony <laughs> Robbins- 10x, <laughs> he 10x and Anthony, no 20x and when Anthony Robbins feels down, he calls me. He calls he's like you. animal, you know. He's like, when's the happened? next camp? When's the next <laughs> animal training camp? He's like, oh yeah, animal training oh, yeah. camp. He's like, I need a little motivation. I was like, listen, I can't give you motivation, but I can give you, you know, a little inspiration. Look at me, how much I suck and still doing stuff. And you know, you're like eight feet tall. You should be all right. <laughs> exactly. Always preface with the, oh yeah, oh yeah. How's it going, Ray Longo? Uh, Feeling good? Hanging in there. Hanging, <laughs> hanging in there. In nice, there. nice Mother's Day with the family. All good stuff. All good in the world, Manimal. Manimal, did, yeah, did you spend time with your madre? I did with my mother and my mother-in-law. So I had everyone together. Wow. Was, good uh, food. It was pretty good nice. Time. Yeah, we ordered from, uh, we had some Mill Basin Deli, some pastrami on rye. It was good. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Now, How's the pastrami king over there? We went to well, Mill Basin Deli. Well, wait, is there a pastrami king? I hear there's a good pastrami place. I mean, that we usually or roast like... beef or somewhere over there. What would be the? Big... Are you thinking of Brendan and Cars, the roast beef place? Uh, probably. Oh, that place is off the charts. Yeah. But we went. To, we did Mill Basin Deli today. Probably the best uh, place to get like Jewish delicatessen in Brooklyn. Wow. I think. So it's your Ben's. It's all like what well, we have Ben's. You have here. Ben's, yeah, but it's far, I, I like it better than Ben's. So we personally. have Ben's. You have Mill Basin. We have Mill Basin Deli. That's we have tomatoes. You have tomatoes. <laughs> Tomato, Milbason, tomato, Benz. Benz. <laughs> All right, he's with it. He's, he's with it. He's he just, with it. He passed the test. Let's move on, <laughs> ladies in. and gentlemen. Right. The animal is in tune. Manimal he's ready to go. We tuned him yeah, up. I'm he's... actually sober today, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think people are trying to mess me up. I'll ask someone. I'm like, how long do you think I should stop smoking weed? They're like, a week before? I'm like, you're fucking lying to me. I was like, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, was... no, you should go with your initial instinct on that. Yeah, my initial instinct was at least a month. Yeah. So. Because it it would be it would suck to train that hard, and then be disqualified or flag or something like that for something so silly. Especially for weed, because then it's like, what's the excuse? Is like, oh, I'm a pothead. You know, it's <laughs> I can't stop. I can't stop. Yeah, it's not like, you know, at least T.J. Dillashaw show is like, well, I was trying to win. You know, yeah. I'd be like, well, I'm a pothead. You know, so. <laughs> well, although I was thinking about getting the medical marijuana card, you guys almost talked me into it. Well, after the fight, we'll, after the fight, I think I'll get a medical card. You know. Well, you're still gonna have to stop him. Well, you'll still have to stop. Well, I, I mean, every fight, one fight at a time, right? I don't know oh, what's yeah. happening after this. Wow. Oh, boys, oh. I don't know. Every fight at a t- one fight at a time. My wife's like, "Oh, make sure you don't book a fight for October. I want to go somewhere." I was like, what "The fuck are you talking about?" I was like, "Can I get through this first? I was like, one thing at a time. You know, I don't know how it's gonna All be. Right. So you don't really concentrate on this fight. One fight at a time. Stay focused. I have nothing after this fight. You know, everything is focused on this. 
Well, how much time do you put into what your opponent's style is, and how much time do you put into that? You know, that could fuck your head up sometimes. And I, I actually couldn't find too much on this guy. You know, I asked around, but then I'm like, I know what I've been doing well. Uh, I'm going to do well what I do well, and then let everything else fall into place. Uh, otherwise, you could get into your own head with that shit. So is it? have you always been that way? Is it? So it's a small percentage? You know, I wasn't. Uh, I remember watching one of my opponents, and I was watching his fights, and I was like, oh, this guy always in every fight does this particular thing. And so I made up a whole system to deal with the thing he did all the time. And in the fight, he didn't do it. And I'm like, well, that was kind of a waste of time, you know? So now I'm like, just, you is, don't, you know, you is, see is that common? Is that pretty common, Ray? Uh, well, Where, think, or varies between fighters? I think it varies between fighters. But, you know, for most people, you know, you try to look at what a guy does really good and take that away from him. You know what I mean? So that would just at the very basic yeah. level, you know? And then I always have to imagine my strength is going to be my jujitsu. So but you know, the, the more um, these guys fight, you see every style. So right. you have all of that in your brain to draw from. That's the other thing. So you you work on like so you say your jujitsu is going to be your strength. So you do you focus more on that? Do you focus on things that are building strengths in other places? And you know, to you get have jujitsu. Yeah. Right. So so I'll work a lot of my stand up uh, to make sure that I can take the fight where I want it to go. You know. Did you guys watch any of the fights last night? I, a lot of, a lot of fights. Last night. You know, it's funny. I'm looking at the sheet, and um, the first thing that stands out is me. All three judges had Rose winning the first round over Andrade. Wow. I mean, those are some good judges, boy. <laughs> I mean, are you? I'm saying I almost wanted to give her a 10-8 just for fighting the most perfect round oh. a person could actually fight. Like, if some numbnuts gave Andrade the first round, I'd... There'd be absolutely the no way hope she for was it. moving away and hitting with that left. It was just great jab. Perfect footwork. The footwork, the the punching and balance. Uh, I mean, for anybody that has close to that type of style, that's the fight to look at. If you could pull that off, you know, because like Andrade, you'll never do that because she's a you know shorter. She's got a Mike Tyson away in, mm-hmm. take a couple and just keep going. But man, did she look? She, she looked like, she, I mean, what a first round. And just, and she was, man, she was scrapping too, man. Some of those scrambles, she was, yeah. man, she was like a beast, man. She was just doing it. I was like, there's no way this other girl's winning the fight. You know what I mean? But, but I mean, five rounds, it's a, it's hard to keep that up, I guess. But, you know, uh, Andrade did make the adjustment, man. You know, even in the corner, they they wanted to go back to that uh, pie crotch or whatever she was getting over the Kimura. Oh, my God. And, you know, usually, like, that Kimura puts you in a dangerous position. But Andrade wasn't worried about it. She stuck to her game plan. See, that's the other thing that she really, Andrade did really good. She almost got caught in an armbar the first time. Mm -hmm. But she was willing to go. She had confidence in her, you know, I guess her submission defense. And she went back to it, which eventually wanted to fight, which is crazy. Sometimes, you know... You do something, you get caught, your head gets caught somewhere, you go, I'm never going back there. You know, that was a mistake. You know, I mean, I'll stay away from she. She went right back to it, man. So she was confident and, uh, you know, power too. I thought it was a great fight. For me, even that fight was worth the money, even if it was mm. just that fight, which is unusual because a lot of people, I think, will complain about the car. But I thought the women put on a great show. And, uh, man, I, I don't know what else you would want in a fight. I mean, I, I just watching her move. It, it was and hitting beautiful. that jab, and then every so often coming behind the right hand, you know, I was, 
I, she was awesome. She was man. landing with that right. No, she was. Yeah, she she bloodied her up within the first two minutes, and that was going to get worse and worse and worse as time went on. So that was the game. Does that who 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 gets there first? Right. You know, can I slam you on your head another five times before you? Put my nose on the other side of my face with your jib and your, cr- you know, it was that was it, right. you know, and uh, yeah, power to Andrade, man. She, I think she overcame a, a crappy first round in front of her hometown, you know. And, it, it, yeah, it definitely yeah. wasn't looking like it was going to go nah. her way. It, it and you like got to remember, I think what night. was it? Five Brazilians lost before that, so they were just having a bad night altogether. So if you start getting like superstitious with that, it's going to be a long night, but. Uh, Hats off to Rose, man. I thought, like, again, she looked great, and, uh, you know, shit happens. That's one of those things, man, you know. That fight was, like, everything I love and hate about fighting. Someone coming out, like Rose, looking fantastic, and the fortunes of warfare being always doubtful, and Andrade pulling off uh, what was her strategy against Rose, who I thought for the whole round and a half, up until... Well, the second round, I think she started getting closer. You could see the gap was... Mm -hmm closing a little bit because i i think even uh she was landing the leg kicks the leg yes. was starting to red and i'm good that was the other thing if you know if she could have slowed it down to where she can't use that footwork even though she had to reach i think it would have made a big difference but never got to that point but i just what a, i thought it was a great fight i mean yeah. i was like seven minutes if you're not into that fight right I, something's wrong i don't yeah, you know i don't I care if they're girls personally. i don't care if they're 115 pounds 150 pounds it was good I agree. Great. You talk about leg kicks. Cannoneer defeats oh. Anderson Silva. That was kind of sad. Anderson looked good in that fight, too. He was, yeah. I, I mean, he was pulling off good technique, and then he caught a couple of those leg kicks, and the one that dropped him, I was like, oh, just kind of crumbled him. Here's the problem. Here's the whole problem now with Anderson, because Anderson is a martial artist. He's great. And I like him. You know, he's implementing, he's doing Wing Chun in there, mm-hmm. trying to hit him. He's moving his hands. You know, he's. But when the mystery is gone, like when, like even with Mike Tyson, you know, when after someone knows your code. Yeah, when yeah. somebody, all you need is that one crack, and it's not, like I just don't think he was ever going to hurt Cannon here. I just don't think he has anymore to do that, and he doesn't have, you know, uh, he doesn't have that mystique anymore. Where you, you know, guys lost before they went in there until Weidman took him out. You know, I mean, Bisbing beat him. You know, he dropped him. Uh, Pula, the other kid, hurt him. I mean, he's just I, now. And now the age is starting to show. It just does, right. doesn't look like he has the same pop on his punches. His timing's a hundred percent off. He got hit yesterday too. Before that, it took it pretty good, mm-hmm. but that shit's gonna go out the window soon too. So I just, it's just diminishing returns at this point for him. Like I don't get it, and he's still a big name, and I'm sure somebody would pick him up and use him for something and but but he will i don't think he was winning that fight with cannon the last night but you talk about that mystique and that's a good mindset thing yeah. it's kind of like uh no no one can beat the the mile exactly. the time for a mile the same, and the first thing. time someone does it next next year Everyone everyone's doing it. it yeah it's it's kind of that with anderson you you saw that with tyson you saw that with the original gonna, incarnation of uh, shannon briggs i'm gonna tell you a story uh steve i'm not gonna mention any names but the years ago so one guy was a big mouth. One guy was a really a decent fighter, good fighter. But, you know, the big mouth was, he was in your face. He was, you know, and the guy wanted nothing to do with him. He just didn't like the confrontation. He didn't want to, you know. And then the big mouth took a fight. 
and two seconds after that fight, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll go, yeah. Oh, once he saw what he saw, like the guy was awful. You know what I mean? Once he saw what, oh, yeah. Oh, no, he was he was signing up for the fight. Now, he didn't want nothing to do with the guy because he wasn't, he didn't know. The guy, never. nobody ever saw him fight. And he had a great game coming in. Big difference. Once you get the scene, you go, well, you know, you, you know, that's what I say. Some guys get, and they just look at somebody and go, I'm beating the crap out of that guy. That guy's not beating me. It's just that sometimes that's the way it works out. But <laughs> it is funny. That mystique means something. Sure. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. That's what I think is happening with Anderson. He's He doesn't have that to fall back on anymore. Is, and he's got to fight now. He's actually got to fight. Like, you know, and that's going to be a problem. Is that what's happening with BJ Penn yeah. also? Oh, BJ looked good in that fight. I would have, you know, call me sentimental. I would have gave BJ that fight. He, I thought he, he he won the first round beautifully. He was landing the uppercut hook. Nice, great jab. He, Clay Guido was missing him. He looked great that first round. Best first round I've seen BJ have in like a decade. And then um, literally a decade. Literally a decade. Right. Yeah. Well, that that and, that's the prime. I mean, like I like BJ. I didn't see the fight. I missed the prelims. I caught the main card. But again, BJ now I think he goes to a. He's got a 500 record or a losing record on it. I mean, I don't want to see the guy go out like that. That guy was that guy was a badass, man. That guy fought anybody, any place, any time, any weight. Why do I want to see him go out like that? You know what I mean? Like, just hasn't won in 10 years. Like, I don't know. I think the guy, he was great for the sport. He definitely was a prodigy. And, like, again, the guy fought Machida at, like, 200 pounds. I mean, who's <laughs> right. doing that? He fought everybody, you know, so... I don't know. I like again. I didn't see the fight. I you know. I like both guys either way. So I like Clay and I like him. But um, man, I, I don't know. I'm just it, father times a motherfucker, man. Undefeated. Just, I think yeah. UFC did BJ dirty personally in his comeback. Who's the first fight on his comeback? Yeah, Rodriguez. Why? Why'd they do that to him? If they would have gave him Dennis Siver first, he would have beat Dennis Siver, I think, because he did good in that fight. And the whole trajectory of his comeback would have been different. They give him Yair Rodriguez. I hate when they do shit like that. Like, who the hell was his manager that was like, yeah, why don't you fight Yair Rodriguez? You haven't fought in three years. Let's fight this young killer. Uh, I, I think they did that because he just got mauled by Frankie. That was the point, is that his mystique was gone, too. Yeah, but they could have wait. No, I'm just saying, though, but I, I guess they figured on the, on the ground he would fucking dismantle him. I don't know. I just wish they would have handled... Uh, BJ a little different. And yeah, do you know what the UFC, as real as it gets, you want to make it not real now. So no, no, they, but... You want to give them a fluff. Isn't there such a thing as is, matchmaking? You know, whatever happened to that? Don't you want to see, build that guy up? He's a legend of the sport. I like legends versus legends, So you have personally. to build up a legend, you're saying. No, no, no. Well, he's coming back <laughs> after a time. I like, personally, I like legends versus legends. Right. So I like BJ versus Clay Guida. I thought that was good. That's I thought like that it. was a fair matchup. That's a fair I matchup, right? Or yeah. you look at Bellator. Chael Sonnen versus Machida. These are two. I oh. think if you know BJ, though, he wants to fight those guys. He's I not, think it's not the he's matchmaker. He's hearing this, yeah, and he's yeah. like, don't put me no, in the yeah, legends category yet. No, he category. wants to kill them animal right, right now. Yeah, Trust me. Like, I got yeah. you, BJ. Don't worry about it. I know who I you mean, are. I mean, BJ. But you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's, I'd be yeah, the best fight for BJ that's right what, now. I don't know. I really... Can we do BJ a favor and set that fight up, please? Can we do BJ a favor here? I'm going to stop the losing streak for you, BJ. I got somebody for you. <laughs> oh my god 
God. <laughs> no, so I think that's what you're missing is BJ wants those fights. He doesn't want that. We just, I just went through a whole thing. He fought Machida at 200 pounds. You want to... But- who but he's coming back. went he through that whole thing years. just to be like, fine, I'll fight him. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll put him on the contender series. Let him That's what they're like looking at. The, yeah, what are you going to do next? Put BJ on the, in the tough house? Like, come on, give the guy a break. You know, he, the guy's, I mean, I remember him fighting in that lightweight tournament. It was dynamite at 55, even though I thought Sarah beat him in that. I thought I would have oh, gave Sarah the yeah. nod in that fight, even though they gave it to BJ. What was that, 2004? Think about that. That's 15 years ago. He was at, like, his peak, you know? And, uh, yeah, I would have liked to throw. I, I, eh. That was a really good fight, man. That Sarah, was a great I, fight. I really had Sarah winning. Sarah, I had Sarah man. winning it, too. That was at Mohegan Sun, right? I think I had him winning two and three. Yeah. He, and, and, yeah, he was pressuring him in that fight. Overhand right to the single leg. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. That, fight. that was a really good fight. I don't know if you, before your time. So yeah, that's before I was. That was before your really time. You were just a baby then. Yes. <laughs> you were just a baby in the sport then, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, was, I was probably still watching boxing at that time. Even, even watching Rose, I, I, I liken it to like she, she had a very Pernell Whitaker kind of style in yeah, that first she, round. Just, yeah, I don't know about – yeah, I mean, she was def- definitely footwork. sticking a move. Yeah. She was she, – I thought, I thought she pitched – I thought that was a great – one of the best – Flawless rounds I've seen. First I think. round, that yeah, first round really was don't. almost flawless, right? Yeah, because it's you know, one even of those when she got where... slammed, she went right to the armbar. I mean, it wasn't even mm-hmm. like there was nothing like, uh, you know, whatever. She's smooth, Rose. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so Rose afterwards saying, you know, listen, give me a minute. And she just got dumped on her head, and give me a minute. I'm not sure if if this is what I want to do. Not well, ready, quite ready to, to say retirement, but but uh, let me just see she she had mentioned i read in a different article somewhere that she said you know while i was walking out uh while i was walking out to the octagon i was thinking let me enjoy this because this might be the last time i do it every time could be the last yeah. you don't know yeah that that part that part doesn't seem as bad as the other part of the interview you know but uh, i think she's that type of i think she's she's delicate that's what that was what was fascinating about watching the fight I mean, she was like a she was she was on fire, man. Was. When she needed her and she fell back, man, she was. She jumped. Going, oh, yeah. she jumped on her. Yeah, was, I mean, that's why I said. That didn't look like somebody it didn't look like that, she was, that was looking it. for yeah, like retirement. That that's the way it gets right. weird to me. Yeah, it, it looked like that. Like it wasn't <laughs> like I she tell was. You, she was, you know, they, the mind. You, you know, the mind's a weird sure. thing, and I think she's. She probably has some issues, you know. She seems she's a sweet kid. Well, she said know. she felt like losing the title feels like a, a big weight off her shoulders. She yeah, feels like, yeah, that. feels that, that pressure a, that go is away. A lot of pressure when you're the champ. I, I, I believe. I don't know what her situation is, but it, depending on what it is, I mean, if she was the champ and she had people, family, everybody asking for something, everybody expects you to pay for everything, dude, that sucks, man. That sucks because I don't think the money is that big. You know what I mean? Right. To where, but you know, people see you on TV, you're a millionaire. You know, no, even with me, you know, no, you know I remember years ago I did a pay per view was kickboxing. You, know, oh, you must have made a million dollars, really? How's zero? How's a hundred dollars out there? Me. Yeah, it cost you money it to go. Me. Right. <laughs> like I but, you know, lost I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, fight. but people, TV has that aura about it that is just you're on TV, it's success. You know. Because most people are never going to get there, but doesn't mean monetarily it works out like that. But so I, I feel if she was in the wrong spot with that, a hundred percent, 
I agree with what she's saying, but I'll tell you that first round she did not fight like what she was talking about. There was no that fight could have ended in the first round. You know right. what I mean? Like I, there was, it was, and then what do you do? You know, you have see that that would have been the interesting part for me. If you knocked her out in the first round, what are you saying after that? What would her post fight speech would have been then? Right? Are you looking? Was for it a the break? same thing? I needed a little break. Yeah, or, no, I didn't or get are it. You ready for? Yeah, a I got, yeah, right. I I really was hoping the this thing would be over. Yeah, what were you that, gonna, gonna say? I wish I would have lost. Like, you, you know, know I mean, it wasn't that. like she had a lackadaisical first round where you're like, man, she's just not in there. Or it looked, she was, sharp. I thought she was on uh, sharp. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, you know, I think that happens sometimes. Sometimes when you lose a fight, then you backtrack what you thought you thought. Like with uh, Rory McDonald, after he had a little tough fight with Fitch. Oh, I don't know if I want to do this. Then three days later, he's like, no, nah, I'm good. Right? Like, I think you doubt, like, you color your mindset that you had before with what happened after. Like, she's like, oh, I, I was walking out and I really wasn't into it. She says that afterwards, but if she would have won, yeah, what would she have said? Right. She would have been like, yeah, I felt I great. I think, look, Rory's, you know, he's, again, another nice guy, but something, you know, he's deep. There's something going on in there. You know what right. I mean? Like, so, so he doesn't surprise me when he says that, you know, like, even. That thing on the bus, I know Rose was banged up in there, man. They she said was, she had anxiety. Let me tell you up, something. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a tough thing to deal with. If you have and, anxiety as it is, then what the, the pressures you're talking about, yeah. the, everyone wanting something and having this illusion of you. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, if you haven't, be... and I, I think the bus thing was out of control. You know, like even Al said, you know, at first he thought it was a terrorist attack, but you're surrounded by the right bunch of people that I don't think you should have had any anxiety. <laughs> right. Like, you know, if anything, you know, know there were people raging to get off the bus and end that thing. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I feel for it. Cause I thought she, she had a great fight. She looked great. And, uh, but you know, it's not worth it, man. If you got to live a life of anxiety and you're losing friends and everybody's got their hand out that, that sucks too. We heard in the, look at the junior say out 30 for 30, man. Right. You know, it's just, it's a, that's a bad road, man. Really. And I, I see it on a small scale too. So we wish her well and, and her recovery coming back. If she chooses to do something else, yes, you, you just wish her well. As for the champ, new champ. So what, what's next for Andrade, you think? Oh, who's she have to fight? I'd like to see Michelle Waterson get the title shot. Personally, I love Karate Hottie. That girl, Dynamite Technique. Uh, she wants to be the first mom. Her last fight, she was incredible. Her last few fights. And she's always she's fighting a, people. There's a couple of her. good fights. That the uh, Tatiana Suarez fight looks like that's an interesting fight now. Uh, the Waterson fight's interesting, too. Yeah, I'd like to see there'll be no yeah, there'll be no reach advantage in that fight. I, this, girl, this girl, you got to be the put down or... That's why I said Suarez has the wrestling right. too. I think put a mm. where, put that fight where she needs to have it. It'd be a good uh, fight too. Yeah, I like one fifteen. That's a good solid division. Though. Yeah, no, they look the good. Yeah. Did you catch any of the other fights? I, I I studied. I watched every fight. Uh, so <laughs> so yes, I did. I take wow. I take I take this podcast very seriously. He <laughs> 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 yeah, does. I had to catch up. Uh, what do you want to do? The Bellator ones. I saw the the Bellator, uh, the Chandler, uh, controversial. Controversial. What do you, do you think? We were talking about that. I mean, Michael Chandler didn't look like he was out. It looked like he was with it, defending himself. Well, the point and is, well, the, the only defense the ref has is 
not intelligently defending yourself because there's no way the guy was out. Right. I mean, he goes down, he's coherent. The guy goes to punch him. He slips it. So he's not out yet. Then he he turtles up. He takes two. I mean, I would have just, you got to let, even if you can't intelligently defend, you got to take something. Like, you're not getting hit. The guy's got his hand. Like, (laughs) it's a championship fighter. I don't I really don't get this shit. You know what I mean? You know the guy, if he can't think the guy was out, I'm saying that's unacceptable. But he could, I think, defensively say, look, that's not the way to defend yourself. But he should have been screaming, come on, you got to move, you got to do something, you got to move. You know, that, again, it was an inexperienced ref that, that really right. he wouldn't screamed. have been. He wouldn't have been done screaming that before Chandler was Rage, over. Right, right. I mean, he got, he should gotta, have been like, you got to show me something. Yeah, you right. got to move, you got to defend yeah, yeah. yourself. He would have he moved. I Usually think he the ref yeah. gives you a cue. Yeah, because you got to remember, you just got dropped. The guy goes to fly. You know, he's like a flying punch. You slip it. You're all. I mean, it's it's quick. Two shots. Hey, against the champ, a guy who's a guy who's been in wars. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, everybody with everybody. With with everybody, yeah. Yeah, Like I mean, like like, you have to know the fighter too. Even follow the guy on Instagram. The guy's work ethic is insane. It's insane. That guy just doesn't stop. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what I was. I mean, it was really. I don't know, and it's you know it's not Pitbull's fault, you know. And Chandler did say the right thing, and that's kind of what I said in the Dillashaw thing. He did get knocked down. He goes, you know, so I got knocked down, so that opened the door for somebody to make a really stupid judgment call. Right, and it doesn't seem like the your favorite, Ray, is it doesn't seem like the the referees or anyone's accountable to answer or yeah. That's I and I and I'm I'm not and I got to tell you I'm not even putting this one in when, when I say that I'm not even putting this in that category. <laughs> it's how bad things are. I, I'm not even gonna go. I, I just was just a miscall, like you know, like whatever. But now the other ones, when I'm going like that, it's. But this guy was just no. He didn't know it. I. I it just looked like nothing was registering up there. Yeah, I, don't know. I, yeah, I mean, it looked like a bad stoppage to me. Yeah. Did you see uh, Douglas Lima perfectly timed? <sighs> What a good fight, man! Good that fight. was nice, really nice. Lima's good. He's, He's way, he is the most underrated welterweight in the world. I think. I thought he. I thought he won the Rory McDonald fight personally. Right. It was close. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Whatever, but he's right there. But he's the point right is, and MVP looked good the first round. He was starting to pick up his timing a little bit, and Douglas Lima was real patient. He waited. He timed them because Douglas Lima was way slower than MVP, so he didn't try to match his speed, which I like. That was actually a good lesson for me. He didn't match his speed. He just tried to pick up his timing, and when he did, he caught that leg kick, and his follow-up punch turned his head. I mean, he must have hit that because I didn't, I couldn't even see it, but he must have clipped it just to where it yeah. gave him that whiplash in his neck. That, yeah. Did you see that, the way he turned his head? Yeah. He, he just caught I mean, him right on the, just went on the right. chin. It was yeah. all perfect like, line. Turned well, his everything head. just lined up perfect, man. And then the follow-up hammer fist, like he, he followed through so perfectly after he caught yeah. that kick. Because he caught him just right on the button and turned MVP's head and then followed up with the two hammer fists and put him out. I th- and I I thought uh, he did that. Like, MVP was coming on strong in that first 20, 30 seconds with the sidekicks and coming out strong. And Lima just did a perfect job of anticipating timing, timing being patient, not getting caught up in that. And I, I thought that was great. So so that's the thing where where he probably did some some research and – that well, this is when when Michael Page stands this way, and this is usually what he does first. Oh, well, people people are studying fights. Yeah, right. for sure. I mean, I know you're looking at him like. Oh no! You know, was, uh, that's, yeah, uh, I mean, his opinion is like 
you know, and which is which is valid too. You know, well, if, if you it, don't but, have a lot of footage on a guy now, yeah. you got footage on MVP. Yeah, because I mean, look, thing. even as an amateur, a lot of times there's no footage. Right. You know, so you got to go in there, and you do have to be able to uh, think on the spot, and make adjustments on the spot. It's all part of your growth. You know what I mean? So it's it's good if you know a guy could do certain things really good and to take it away, but. I, I would think that's one of those things where the page goes a little sideways and that's always open for the kick. So he caught him right, man. He kicked him just like almost like Anderson. They got yeah, kicked. Now people, are, now people actually are targeting the knee. Mm-hmm. I mean, those kicks aren't on the thigh. They're, they're aimed at, at the, the knee. knee. Yeah. So you got uh, Douglas Lima who awaits the winner of Neiman Gracie and Rory McDonald. That's a good, that's a good final. Either way. Yeah. yeah if, uh, if Neiman wins, it'll be great striker versus grappler matchup, and uh, if Rory wins, it'll be a, a rematch for him to get some, a little vengeance, which is always a compelling storyline. I like it. I love the the tournament format of Bellator. That welterweight tournament, the heavyweight tournament they did was great. I like that little build up, make them eliminate each other. It's you know over the course of a few events. I, I think that, and then you know who gets the title shot. Can the UFC do something like that, or do they have too many stars? Yeah, I don't think that's – and plus you guys see, I'm I'm not – I, I get what he's saying. I'm not a big fan of that. It doesn't – I just want to see. I think what the UFC, what they're doing now, is they're putting on really good fights. Not 12 of them, but there's always one or two in each card that the matchups, they're just really good, man. This this June 8th card is stacked full of great fights. You got fight The July card is stacked full of great fights. I mean, there's – they. I think that's where the models change. It's almost like boxing. You know, you get the one good fight and a couple of prelims. That's it. Right. You don't need 10 fights. You know what I mean? Because that's why I was trying to say, like, the girls' fight to me was worth it. I thought they they, they, they went out and they, they produced. You know what I mean? So. It was uh, easier on ESPN. Yeah, I'm, plus I'm, I'm, two I'm order. I, I just want to. You want to see good matchups, is what I'm saying. What was it? It was easier on ESPN Plus to order the pay-per-view. I didn't have trouble, so it, that was they good. They had an, a screen right on it, just, you know, buying I'm still, out. you know, because I'm an, I'm an illiterate, <laughs> but uh, I still like it. Then I went to make a phone call, and the thing cut out on me, so I had to sync it another way. Thank God I just started playing around with things. But there's two different ways you could sync it to your TV. I guess I had the first way. was I just wanted, I rushed into the house just to see it, so I, whatever I could get up on the TV was good. But, uh then I was like, well, I'm locked into my phone. I can't use my phone. I mean, like, what am I doing? You can't use your phone. Yeah, right. I don't know. I mean, people are calling me. The thing's shutting out. I can't. I go to pick up the phone. But I took care of that. But that was it. But uh, I thought it was good. I got It was pretty easy to order. Yeah, you can and you cross, cross on over to the uh, zone. For the Bellator, that was so easy. See, it was I a late Bellator. night. I got home yeah. late. I caught the main event, and I went to the Bellator. I went to the zone. I was like, dude, it had to be three, four o'clock. I'm like, I'm, I just, I had to oh, watch wow. all the fights before I found out what happened. Uh, it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it was a mess. In the I watched Bellator at night and then watched the I UFC in get the to morning. Bed and it's fucking awful. <laughs> That's it. Uh, what else was good? AJ McKee looked good uh, against Pat Curran. In uh, Bellator, he, he's looking good. AJ McGee, good stand yeah. up, great wrestling. You know, uh, Pat Curran is super gamey. It was a good competitive fight, I thought. I mean, AJ McGee dominated the fight, but Pat Curran was in it. Uh, I like AJ McGee. I like to see him get a title shot. Uh, maybe another fight and get a Bellator forty five pound title shot. Who who's the champ at forty five? Do we know? Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull. He, he picked. He's the first. I think is is he the 
the first. Oh, so he fought, he fought Chandler at 55. He fought Chandler at wow. 55 and picked up the 55-pound strap. I think he's the second champ champ in Bellator because Ryan Bader is the heavyweight and light heavyweight champ. He has both. And then Pitbull's 45 and 55. That's great, man. We're moving to an era where people got three belts. You know champ, I mean? champ. It's crazy. Champ, 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 champ. You know well, if I mean? there was a 65, wouldn't you see them do that as well? Yes, I yeah. think so. I think if you had a 65, you'd, you know, if you had a couple more weight classes, well, look at boxing. They they have guys that pick up a couple weight classes. Yeah, know? sure. So, uh, yeah, and, and yeah, so Pitbull picked up the 55-pound strap. So, yeah, AJ McGee versus Pitbull. I think AJ needs another fight uh, to put him in there, but, I mean, he looked he's looking good. Jack Swagger. He fought. Uh, oh, he he held on a little too long, right after. Yeah, I didn't see I, that. Either. He did hold on to the choke for about three or four seconds after the tap. The ref had to tell him a few times to the, go off. Yeah, of he he claimed that he thought the ref, um, he was, was his opponent was his opponent, and he was like, "I'm not going to let go until they break me off of him," right? Because I guess he had a problem with a guy fake tapping in a previous fight. I don't know. He held on a little long, uh, but. TJ Jones was the happiest guy I've ever seen uh, lose a fight. Well, the, so. the lead up to that was so funny watching, watching like, oh, look, looks like a fan made it to the, yeah. to the presser. Cause <laughs> That's he, what he, it looked he, like. He, yeah. he did not look, he looked like uh, Chum Lee from. He did look like uh, Chum uh, from uh, Porn uh, Stars, from right? Stars, yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, like man, a, Chum Lee's in a fight. Before Chum Lee lost weight, <laughs> yeah, he did. TJ Jones, he was like, I'm so happy here. Mean card. Hey, listen. He's on the main card. He, he got it's hard to make the main card, the main yeah. Card. Hey, listen, <laughs> you're, you're still, still on the main card. You still got a shot. You still got a shot. Who got a shot? Still got a shot, Ray. Yeah, I I always like my chances. <laughs> I like my chances everywhere I go. Yeah, I like this guy. Man. You know, I like my chances everywhere I go. Hype man, you know, he wants full. to fight BJ. Hype, hype manimal right now is a lot different than high manimal. Yeah. Hype manimal likes his chances everywhere. High animals more like ready to hug, well, you know, yeah. everywhere. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I like my chances of getting on the main card. Scott Coker, I mean, I'm. You put me in a, at, you know, on that main card. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Who else on the main card? Let's, let's, let, let's move on because the guy, the guy's, he's you off know, the rails. I just let him. He was talking about BJ Penn. Yeah. Um, feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. You could also do feedback through our social media channels, which is Ray Longo MMA. I'm Steve Maraboli. How about you, Manimal? Guys, you know where to find me. John, the Manimal Benaducci. Guys, I'm... Oh, yeah. I'm so hype. Oh, We're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Manimal Training Camp, guys. Yeah, I am so hype right now. We are five listeners. That's it. God. So, I picked you up 10 <laughs> listeners. Don't worry. Oh, oh shoot. Uh, so, wow. So, um, guys, you know, I'm, I'm in fight camp. I'm a, a, about five weeks out. Uh, shit is lit. I'm, you know, shit is lit. Shit, shit is, is lit. lit. Shit is lit. Go. I mean, is that one of those things where you light the bag of shit on the guy's stoop? <laughs> and the shit is lit. Yeah, and then he comes. That's a that, old school trick. Shit is lit. Yeah, is. Shit is lit. That's how you. That's how you know we're old. <laughs> Kids <laughs> Wait, don't do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. No, now they just <laughs> harass each other on, on Facebook fire. and Instagram. Because that's because they can't find the shit to pick uh, right. up and put in the bag. Because everybody uses a pooper scooper, right? They don't have paper bags anymore, even, right? Really? When was the last time you seen a paper bag? Uh, so you stomp out I a green bag. I think there are paper bags, you know, I'll tell you why. Something I'm very pr impressed with. Former guest of the show is uh, La Monica. And every now and then he posts on Instagram that he does art for his kids yeah. in their little lunch bags. Oh, that's really cute. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. It's oh, really well, awesome. He's a good, good dad. dad. And, uh, and it made me think. I think he does that on paper bags. 
But I no, think that's still paper. Bags. Yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. This guy. Oh, that's nice. So feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com. Shout out to Mark Lamonica. Also, uh, don't forget to check out Onnit. Onnit.com slash MMA Beyond. If you use Onnit products, Onnit products are fantastic. We're having some now. I have oh, them daily. Yeah, the Alpha Brain. I think he's very generous with his Alpha he really Brain. Is. I bought three Which cases, is, and I used yeah. the proper promo code. I mean, MMA uh, Beyond. Beyond. So. I think I like the Not High Manimal. He's more generous with the Alpha Brain. <laughs> 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 I have like tons of cases in the, the only car. difference is when he's high Steve we just go out and we steal right, whatever we want know. out of his car he doesn't know I don't even notice 50% of the conversations we had before this started we had last yeah. week when he was high he just forgot yeah. we're having the what same the conversation with he asked you I screamed from downstairs something Oh, Let's if go. you guys watched Karate Kid, uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, Cobra yeah. Kai. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Thanks for filling me up. It's like a void. Hey, shout out to Justin on Instagram. Uh, we, we, I think we got to answering uh, MVP fight thoughts. Um, so thanks for writing in, brother. Steve Lee, Steve always Lee. with the pressing questions. Did you guys watch the Bellator fights from last night? If so, who impressed you most? More importantly... Is a hot dog considered a sandwich? Wow. I mean, Steve, yeah, Steve, first of all, let me just tell you something. First of all, everybody knows it's a hot dog sandwich, and I suggest the next time you go order one, ask the guy behind the counter, I want a hot dog sandwich. That's it. <laughs> and he'll probably take out his hot dog and beat in the head with it. <laughs> it's a hot dog it sandwich. Out of his, it's a hot dog sandwich. Hot now, dog don't you sandwich. ask for that? I'll have one turkey sandwich and one hot dog sandwich. I usually just ask... For a hot dog. Exactly. But, um, <laughs> this Steve is, man, Steve Lee, this is very thought-provoking. It is thought-provoking. Manimal's in deep thought over He this. is. Wait, so he's hot, considered. Wait, okay. let's, wait, let's, well, wait, let's, let's give him like 30 here. seconds of silence and see what he comes <laughs> up with. Well, no, let's think about this. I don't have All to right. get 30 seconds. Thanks, no? Steve You're ready Lee. to now, go. I'm ready to go. Okay, so what's the definition of a sandwich? Is oh, it a, a sandwich? Piece, is it a piece of meat on bread? So a hot dog's a piece of meat on bread? Is it a sandwich? I mean, I've never asked for a hot dog sandwich, but I mean, is it? I don't know. What would the Earl of Sandwich say, the man who invented the sandwich? Do you know the history of the sandwich? I just he- uh, keep hearing you put a G in it. Yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. I'm I from Brooklyn. You, I hear you put I'm a G in it. I'm indigenous to the center of the universe. Get past it. But somehow I feel like we're going to know it real can't. soon. Get past the I don't. G. I can keep it to myself. It's so fine. wait, hold on a second. So how would it be different than, than a hero then? Isn't a hero a sandwich also? No, I'm asking. I'm asking. So what is, is it a hot dog sandwich? A sandwich. A hero oh, so, sandwich. Okay, so well, the you're, Earl, you're the only guy qualified to answer absolutely. this. Okay, so the Earl, history professor. The first sandwich, right. sandwich is a steak sandwich. sandwich. The Earl of Sandwich is a sandwich. notorious gambler. So he's like, man, I don't want to stop and have to like go sit down and eat. He's like, just bring me my steak sliced up on bread, and I'll just eat it while I'm playing. And the Earl sandwich. Sandwich. You know, that's it. That's a sandwich. So, like, oh, sandwich. that's a sandwich. You put the steak on a piece of bread, and he could eat it while he's playing poker. And uh, that's that's where we get sandwiches from. So, thank you to the Earl of Sandwich. Instead you're a revolutionary. Fork in there and eat that's right. Like no, that. yeah. Then you're going to get messy and stick if you oh, wanted wow. to be able to play while he's eating, right? You didn't want to have to stop gambling. You're on a roll, right? Everything's going good. You're hitting. You don't want to stop and eat. Right. He's like, bring me, a, bring me, you know, the steak sliced up. He's on a roll. It's better than being on a bagel. You're full on a roll. That's right. Then then you got nothing. Oh, who invents the bagel? I don't know. Now I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to do a Google search. Who invented the bagel? Please do. Steve Lee, thank you. (laughs) Steve, I'll find out for you who invented the bagel. Uh, Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sober today. (laughs) Can you believe it? Holy shit.
How, um, wait, how, how high is Manimal how, today? Not high not at all, high. surprisingly. Jesse, you, he answers You know what Jesse. Warren says? She's like, I can't even tell if you're high or not high. She's like, you're crazy either way. I was like, oh, thank you. I'll take that. So uh, we, we believe, uh, Jesse, that he's uh, not high, but we'd have to do a blood test. But I, I think he's uh, not high. So I'm actually work out. So we're going to use well, that as the barometer. You and I have a question here, Ray, from yeah. Najad. Uh, Ray and Steve, how is it being guests on Manimal's podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Najad, that's a great question. I'm curious also. How do you guys like being on my podcast? Uh, of course, you know, yeah. Najad is a, a student in here, so that's a good question. Yeah. It's uh, pretty demoralizing from my standpoint, Steve. I don't want to speak for you, but uh, I've never felt lower in my life. Steve, your turn. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. I learned where a sandwich comes from. Yeah. I also learned how much I can't stand it being referred to as a sandwich. Yeah. That that sandwich. I learned as well. Well, he likes uh, to sing while he eats, he so he calls it a sandwich. sandwich. Is that a, a Brooklyn sandwich. thing? Sandwich, yeah. In Brooklyn, I mean, we really speak a different language. Yeah. You know. Brooklyn, anything goes. Anything. <laughs> in Brooklyn, anything goes. Anything goes. Brody's an MMA fan, and he writes, will you guys do an analysis on Bellator fights? What do you think of TJ Jones? I saw him and really thought he was a fan, uh, was a fan or something. <laughs> Apparently, he's like one and one in MMA. What was Bellator thinking with that matchup PR, or they really wanted to see this fight? Would you put one of your clearly overweight fighters who's one on one in a matchup like that, Ray? Man, I didn't see the fight. What What are we talking about? This guy T.J. Jones he fought that uh, that fought Jack yeah. Swagger, oh, and oh, and oh. T.J. Jones was like, I mean, I wouldn't say that you would see him in the street and think he was a professional athlete. Right. Let's put it that way. He was he had to cut like forty pounds to make heavyweight. And uh, and I wouldn't say it was forty pounds of water. I mean, it was, he he looked. Yeah, I, I, for me to answer the question, uh, what's his name? Just MMA fan. Oh, Brody. 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 Yeah, every so often, Brody, I, I really do something stupid like that. Not often, but like every four or five years. So there's a possibility. Oh. Uh, you know, sometimes a guy just wants to get something off his bucket list or I just want one fight. Or I, and I kind of give in a little bit. It never works out good. Never ever. It's always <laughs> a, a fucking disaster. But I think the guy's heart is in the right spot. And, you know, as long as he trains right, uh, sometimes I do it. But that's a pretty big stage. I don't know if I'm doing it like it that. This, this, this is amateurs I'm talking about. Right. You know, let and him get this in was there. on the main card. Yeah, let him get Jack's in. Right. But I think they're trying to build up Jack Yeah, Swagger. so I think yeah. the PR does play a role. They're of trying course. to build him up. I mean, I think there's a place for that. I mean, there's two different ways a fighter comes up, right? The first way is you groom him and you feed him guys like that, which is Bellator is trying to do that with Jack Swagger, the guys from pro wrestling. He brings a fan base. They try to feed well, him. Well, Bellator's in a, in a situation like a younger UFC was where you do have to groom certain athletes because you don't have a, a, a bunch of name brand people to choose from. So they do have to... They do have to uh, pick. Oh, and this guy is a pro writer. I don't know anything about him. I never. Even oh, heard Jack, of him. Jack Swagger. Yeah, he, he was a he was like he was a, a WWE star. Oh wow! Yeah. And now he's he he looks pretty good, and both of his fights he looks pretty good. He's in good shape. He's, he has he's the a, physique. He's tremendous. He's tremendous. He's 6'5", 240, 245. Yeah, he, he's a big dude. His ground game looked halfway decent. You know, he was going for arm bars. He was going for the Kimura. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't know the quality of TJ Jones, but. You know, he was doing some work. It wasn't like he, he looks like he knows what he's doing on the ground a little bit. He would teach me in the meat locker. Like Rocky Balboa? Like Rocky, oh, wow. Rocky Balboa. He would 
I mean, he looks oh, like a tough right. dude. And he has, you know, he has some mic skills, a little bit of mic skills. And he's trying to play the heel. He's like a bad guy. So I think he wants to be the heel in Bellator. I wonder if he was. If that's thinking, why he held on to the chair. I wonder if it was calculated. Yeah. If he wants to be the bad guy. But like, when you're that weight, so let's say you're 240. And even if you're in, uh, out of shape, 240. Isn't aren't isn't a, a knockout always possible? Like, could a, could this guy have hit uh, Jack in in the face and knocked him out? Does, is yeah, that I'm, a thing? I'm seeing your theories. Right? I didn't see the fight, but yeah, but without a doubt, I feel at like that, at, at 240, weight, anyone punches your head. Yeah, I mean, if the guy's got some sort of experience, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think heavyweights isn't that the thing. Like every any heavyweight could knock someone out. Just the mass, just the physics of it, right? Tremendous. I start moving 265 pounds around. Yeah. And if I can connect... hit your little head like that's I, th- I think, yeah, I think among heavyweights, right? Because you, you'll see sometimes a heavyweight who's like a grappler knock out someone. Right, right. You right. know, just because of, yeah, I think the mass just. We had a couple of big fights announced. Tony Ferguson versus uh, Donald Cerrone, wow, that's UFC crazy. 238. That's crazy. Crazy. Quick yeah. turnaround for Donald Cerrone. That's, that's what really I'm saying. Well, first of all, that's insane. But man, power to that guy, man. I think, you know, he's, he's just in a groove at this point. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good fight. That is, You know, they have some really good fights lined up. You know, that not, I think the undercards are where it's like, I think back in the day you had, you could potentially get eight out of 10 good fights. Now it's like you're getting two, but there are two good fights. And I think that's going to be the adjustment that's got, that has to be made. And, you know, I don't know. Well, with with an ESPN lead in, uh, are they more comfortable now having that ESPN lead in? Where they're putting it, uh, they're putting the prelims on big ESPN. I mean, so that I just, I'm just even confused with the PFL now. Now you got them on ESPN, so the non-exclusivity is crazy. I mean, Dana would never do that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think that would be a big. He wanted to control the production. He wanted, and I don't blame him. But now, you know, you could get the PFL mixed up with the UFC. Like, I mean, are we just past that point of? Branding is just just get me the guys to subscribe to the uh, to the app. Is, I don't. I think that's that what it is. That's just the desire for it. content was. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Just need content. Yeah. You think that's what it is? I, think I mean, that I would think that you want a little exclusivity, but I, I don't. I know. even a read little name recognition. Yeah. I believe yeah. I read somewhere um, that ESPN guarantees a certain number of pay per views. Like that, they they'll guarantee they pay. X amount of dollars, as if let's say let's say the number is a hundred thousand, they pay X amount of dollars as though a hundred thousand people uh, subscribe to the uh, paid for the pay per view, right. regardless of whether they did or not. That's the minimum that they're going to give each time. Oh wow, wow! So so they are really really looking for content. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. And so having a guarantee also, Ray, would explain why it kind of liberates the cards a little bit where you can focus on some some killer main events on the pay-per-view and not be so crazy about the rest of the card where you have to put in, you know, 10, 11 amazing But how fights. does that how does that benefit ESPN though? That's, I think they're that, playing that a long game of having having guess, the content yeah, I mean, I can see content. how it benefits the UFC <laughs> just exactly what you just said. I'm getting my money. Yeah, I'm way. getting next to number. No nobody even has to tune in. I get, you know, I, we, do we know what that number was based on? I don't think it was a big. It was like a hundred thousand buys. I think I don't even think it was that, that much, you know. But I think we're starting to see some low. Well, low I, I'm, I'm curious, curious to see how many buys this, this I'm, one. Got. I'm saying zero. Who I mean, was, I mean if Anderson <laughs> Silva couldn't pull on that other card that they put him on against uh, Stylebender, right? yeah, 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 that fight no, against Stylebender. 
Right. That didn't draw anything. No, I think that was one what, of the What is this card doing? I think that I, was one I, of their I, lowest buys. I mean, they, they, they needed Aldo. Under 100,000 buys. Oh, well, Aldo looked good in this Yeah, I mean, too. it depends I mean, on Aldo. Right? You know, like, again, so the two draws really are Aldo and Silva. That's it. Right. But um, they're fighting in Brazil where, yeah. where they're not paying pay-per-view. Right. So I don't know, man. I, I'm curious to see how this model pans out because, I mean, it doesn't look like... <sighs> It's generating the right look, kind I'm, of I'm income. I'm confused on it. I don't know. Uh, that doesn't little, mean anything, but it just seems like it. it that's why it's getting watered down. Is I, I don't know. I, I mean, even if you were a guy with points on your contract, what, what that's gone. Well, I think that's why that's gone. Brock I mean, Lesnar decided not to come back. Yeah, he he's like, yo, I'm not going to get paid right. He's like, before, I'm a huge paid. And, I gotta tell you, and, I, and, and I'm going to tell you something. I think that was telling because say he wanted, he wanted a flat fee based on 500000 Buys, they weren't even giving them that, yeah. and they should be doing a million, million two, million That's three. That's what he was doing, I think. But you Brock see what I'm saying? So I, it, I'd love to know. I mean, they know. Like again, if you come to me and say, "Look, I want to be paid based on five hundred thousand buys," and I know everything's been doing a hundred, right? We ain't doing that. Right. You know what I mean? So I think whatever that number was would tell you a lot as to the negotiation right. of what was going if on. If they thought they were going to make money, they would have taken it. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. There's no that's mystery. why it's important yeah. to know the number. If yeah. he said pay me based on two million buys, that's unreasonable. Right. If he said pay me based on five hundred thousand buys and they didn't do it, I'm saying that's a bad sign. Right. <laughs> I agree with Ray on that one. You it's know, like and you I'd know that to, guy. That's draws. why I said we just don't know the numbers. I'll be right back. All yeah, right, right, we'll be here. You might manage, you might have to close out the show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we gotta close out the Manimal <laughs> show. In my head, it's always the Manimal <laughs> show. <laughs> How does it uh, feel to not be high doing this show? I appreciate my consciousness wherever it is, so I don't really need my consciousness to be in one particular fixed place. Most people like to keep the wheel on the road in like sure. a, on a park position. I like it to go all over the place. You're wherever, but I, yeah, wherever it goes, I'm I'm pretty happy there. So how do so, you? How, so what do you do? What do you do to exercise that? So so you find yourself, you, you let your consciousness go wherever, but do you have specific times you let it do it? Do you meditate? Do you have specific times or dates that, that you, know, you know? Meditate. I find meditation. You know, a lot of people ask me about meditation, and I find that an interesting concept. It's easy to be mindful in a quiet room with the lights dim. Sure. I like to, my meditation really is training. Can I be mindful when someone's punching me in the face? Right. When I'm really tired, when I want to throw up, then mindfulness becomes important to me. So training's almost like my spiritual practice, right? Can I keep my composure then? Can, can I put it together then? If I can do it in a quiet room, who cares? Most people can. If you can't, I guess that's where you have to start. Right. If you're, you know, if you are unable to find your focus when it's quiet, then yeah, that's where you would start. And as far as consciousness, I mean, everything is a consciousness expansion. Think about it. Love is consciousness expanding. Sure. Uh, pain. Uh, all the emotions can expand your consciousness. And then use of different types of drugs and psychedelics, also a fun place to go, I so, think. So do you, do you consider... Uh, do you consider... You, you use the word expanded consciousness. Do you ever use the, the idea of altered consciousness? So when you, when you, if you get high. Oh, yeah. So I think of consciousness. Ooh, your, can I tell you how I think of consciousness? I do. Tell me now because so, Ray Long goes. Yeah, the why bathroom. not? Oh, first of all, I just want to say Denver, 
you are the city of Denver is heroic in their legalization, decriminalization of psilocybin of mushrooms. Yes, it's a huge step, especially I think May's Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, there's a lot of good uh, studies that it helps with PTSD. I've I had was going to say shout out to my brothers my... and sisters who are out in Colorado because I've had some great experiences. PTSD myself. for uh, for veterans uh, has been helped tremendously, tremendously with even uh, microdosing it. Yeah, shows great benefit. Tremendous. So I think of consciousness like a wheel of my car. Now, would you call reality? Is where your wheel touches the road. The road. Okay. Some people like to keep the car parked. They're like, oh, I'm scared to take a psychedelic. What's going to happen? Your wheel's going to roll. And then other parts of my consciousness will come into contact with reality. You'll see things a little different. Right. And I'm okay with rolling around. So (laughs) so you're just just making different conscious contact. Different different conscious contact with different aspects of what you call reality. Right. Yeah. Uh, Because who... what I see, well, well, the agreed reality. Your agreed Everyone reality. Calls reality something else, which but every exactly. What, but when I take, we agree on. You agree on right. certain things in reality, but if right. I give you five grams of mushrooms, what you thought were real, what was reality, is not even there. You know, you're interacting in a whole other world of fractals, clockwork. Time becomes irrelevant. So then, where's your consciousness? Right, that stuff is there. It exists. You know, it has to come from somewhere, even if it's inside your own mind. That comes from somewhere. It didn't just. Happened by accident, so I think all that stuff has merit. Ray, Is welcome the show back. Over? To, uh, no, oh, I no, was talking about. Oh, wow, you, about this was on the air. Consciousness, yeah, yeah this was on there. We were rendering our listeners unconscious. I mean, the most psychedelic <laughs> experience. Hold on, the most psychedelic experience is fighting. In the cage, that shit is so psychedelic. You smell things a certain way. You hear your feet on the canvas. Really, well, you're in way. fight or flight, literally. Yeah, so your consciousness come fight time. I mean, my wheels. <laughs> All over the place, you know. You when have, it's come the fight time, activated the paleo mammalian part of your I brain. I mean, the, you and want to so talk about absolutely. Uh, being a different frame of reference? Well, I it, it's actually a different frame. So not. it's like when people are in car accidents and they're like aware that oh shit, this accident's happening, and they often say it. You know, it's I, it's almost as though it was happening in slow motion. Mm-hmm. Well, you've activated that paleo mammalian part of your brain, which is why you train to condition and why Ray trains condition so many times. And when they train that way, a fighter might even say, wow, I really felt on it. And it almost seemed like those punches were coming in slow motion because our eyes see like your cameras do. It might be 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second. Your eyes actually see at a a certain frames per second. Let's just say it's a thousand regularly. So when you activate this paleomammalian part of your brain, your limbic system, it actually doubles or triples it. So you're actually just seeing at yeah, more that, frames that, per that second. Sense yeah. Of yeah. And, yeah. And it does seem as Nothing, though it's happening in slow like motion. That, yeah. 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 I mean, I think that's the most psychedelic experience, personally. Why well, would have nothing? I'm having one right so now. I'm not really sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, you guys have never right, done any psychedelics, Steve? You never did uh, mushrooms? No. Just nothing. edibles? I, yeah, I think the closest I went was having an edible where, where I felt like I was on the moon. And more importantly, talking about this, this idea of time, the funniest thing that happened was, and, and I went from, I think I, I had smoked a joint when I was 16 maybe. So this is decades later. So I have an edible that I'm on the fucking moon, right? So, and I'm watching TV and I know it's a commercial. It's a TV commercial for a car company. Let's say Chevy, a commercial for cars. 15 seconds, 20 seconds, maybe 30 seconds at most, the commercial. 
I right. I was so emotionally invested in these characters. Like when the girl got the loan for the car, I was so proud of her. Like I was so happy she was getting this car, and I'm thinking I was so emotionally invested. That's scary. And I look back, I'm like, it couldn't have been longer than thirty seconds at most. But I was, it was like a movie to me. Did you cry? Uh, I I I Almost. felt like I would have. Yeah, I felt like I was. I can't explain how proud I was that this girl was getting that car. And so, yeah, I, uh, that's as close. And aside from that, just, you know, fight or flight. He's stuff. happy. He's happy. No, never done it. Let me know after the Which fight. Which was a challenge yeah. because was it more loosey-goosey experimental when you were growing oh, up? Oh, no. Oh, oh, I've watched guys eat window pane and all yeah, that. Yeah, because that was oh, like yeah. when it was just chaos. Oh, yeah. No, it was chaos. Yeah, yeah. I just, I was, was never, like really, uh, really available. I was, I really was anti-drug. I'm not like today, I don't give a shit about anything. But back then, I definitely <laughs> was. Uh, yeah, I wasn't having it, you know. But I was surrounded by people. I, I was never judgmental either, you know what I mean. So I had friends that were right. out of their fucking minds. I mean, talking to the grass, they're down there having the conversations. Yeah, trees oh, yeah. too. I got uh, some really good. stuff I saw man. some good conversation. So yeah, it was always good being straight and right. watching guys just out of their fucking minds. You know what I mean? It's like. You know, it's like some of those nights when you're out and you're you're the idiot, you know, you're drinking or you're whatever you're doing, you're partying, and then for some reason you can't drink and you're watching everybody, you go, wow. Wow, that's me. Oh, this <laughs> right. is really fucking bad. This you know, is bad. I don't like alcohol as a drug. It's my least favorite drug. Well, no, cocaine is my least favorite drug, but alcohol is my second least favorite drug. Well, you're, just your personality, I would imagine that alcohol would, just, it would be more of a downer. Yeah, I don't like things that yeah. limit my ability to perceive. But, but, but Coke should be right up there with you. Know, you know, I you know I did it once or twice as a kid, and I can't fuck on it, and it just no. If really? I can't, yeah, yeah. I, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm like, all I want to do is bang, and I can't bang. I was like, no, I was like, this is the worst <laughs> fucking drug I've ever done. I was like, why do people do this thing? Did you think it was I had weird this girl? When, did you think it was weird when your girl just kept giving you she coke kept after giving that? You coke. <laughs> no, so I had this girl do some more. That's how it started. So I got this girl. She's like, oh, she's like, you ever do coke? I'm like, no. She's like, oh, let's do it together. And she's horny, and I'm like, I do a line, and I'm like, this fucking shit don't work. I was like, my thing was like. Nothing was happening. I was like, this is it. She's like, like it works it. fine. It works perfectly. Yeah, I was like, no. She's like, what the hell's wrong with you? I was like, well, you just gave me... I was like, this. she's like, I'm horny. Why aren't you? I was like, no, I am. But it's just not functional right now. So after that, no, I never did coke again. I was like, that was the worst drug ever. I was like, how do people... See, a lot get... of people, they, they had that guy on... Uh, they, had hooked on that shit. they had the guy on Rogan, uh, I think C.T. Fletcher. He said, you know, when he was bodybuilding, they said, well, you got to do what everybody else does. And he didn't even know. He was just going along with it, you know, and... They put him on steroids, and he said that was the first thing. He goes, that's that. He he never did it again. He goes, that's the first thing. I couldn't get laid, and I was like, I was twenty. It was oh, wow. awful. Like you know what I mean? Like what am I doing? Like, <laughs> and I was so I do believe you have that one thing that hits you wrong, and then yeah. that's it. That's enough of a motivation to never again. Yeah, I was like, hmm, well, this is terrible. And then alcohol, yeah. Then I don't remember sh alcohol. You, if you get drunk, then I don't remember anything. It messes up my training. I don't recover from it well. So marijuana is your favorite. Hmm. I mean, I wow. do love mushrooms. Well, think about it. I do love mushrooms. Yeah, but you okay. can't do mushrooms all the time. That's more of a spiritual journey for me. Okay. You know, if I want to take a little bit, but weed, I could. Yeah, I mean, that would be the thing I do most regularly, except when I'm close to the fight. And speaking of weed, Nate Diaz versus Anthony Pettis fighting yeah, another, at UFC 241. Another good fight. Another yeah, good it's fight. A great fight. I'm happy to see Nate Diaz back. Come back. I wish he would fight a little more, Nate Diaz. But I think he's just as chilling. I Does mean, he just fight whenever he wants? Is it a contract dispute, or is he yeah, just kind of gets? 
I didn't think he. I didn't. I. I didn't think we were actually going to see him. Looks like they're having a great time. Those yeah, guys. that's what I'm saying. I like, know him and like they do it when they want. And do jujitsu, go bike ride, like do triathlon. I. I feel like they're just having a good yeah. time, and then the fight is Let's like, see oh, if that should we fight, fight happens too? Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. Because they always made like Nate wasn't going to fight, like no matter what, no matter even when he saw Dana backstage. And, so we'll see what happens. Don't mind me. I'm stretching. Right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I can't help. So, Manimal says, don't mind me as he brings his foot to his face. Yeah. yeah I'm, flexi- I'm more flexible than I look. <laughs> this show's more flexible than on. it looks. Well, Folks, there is beyond. There is beyond. And we, ju- we just went beyond. Folks, thank you so much for your feedback. MMAandbeyond.com. You can reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. You could also hear him on the Anakin Florian podcast. That comes out every Monday afternoon. Shout out to Anik and Florian for a great podcast and having the great Ray Longo on there. Manimal, where can they find you? Guys, like I said, follow Manimal me on Instagram, camp. best way. Um, sandwich. No, go ahead, buddy. I'm listening. I'm, I don't really eat sandwiches during camp. but <laughs> So, uh, yeah, just follow me on Instagram, John the Manimal Beneducci. Uh, I put a lot of fun stuff on there. Uh, things are going to get intense. I was thinking about instagramming live my weight cut when it comes down to it so you can see how crazy it really is what's the craziest thing you have on that right now everyone's been liking me and my rubber duckies in the bath oh wow yeah i I take a bath of rubber duckies what about the club are you still doing the club i'm getting it manufactured in china so i'll wait till after the fight you haven't mentioned the club well i'm getting it worked on you know one thing at a time i'm really focused on the fight my life just is very consumed the only reason i was asking is because i used it today yeah oh i mean listen the hydro club i have it over in china after my fight i'll connect with those guys and then I love about, the club. I mean, the oh, club is you, the, the club really is good. I, and I got an I idea for you. You're too. not going to like it, but what? I think you put a suction cup at the end of it so you could use it as a plunger also. So, oh, I thought you no, seriously. Dildo on the wall. Okay, that's even better if you use it as a plunger. Well, if, you're using that, if you're using that club as a dildo, I don't know. Wow. I might need some place to park my car where nobody knows. I'll, I'll give you a call. Holy crow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um, but, you yeah, know, I, I, uh, we have a club over here. I was using it to loosen up. Uh, I mean, I developed it originally to help my shoulder because I had my left shoulder reconstructed twice. Uh, but, yeah, I'm working on that. But, you so, know, wait, is the suction process. cup idea out? Is that... <laughs> like, I think it's a home run. He, he, he <laughs> Are you kidding? He only liked it if it was used for a dildo. If it's not, <laughs> then. Yeah, how do we go from plunging a toilet to a dildo? It took a weird turn. Yeah, it took a weird turn. It's okay. Um, Let's keep it going. Oh, uh, well, you got something else you want to plug? No, actually, any camps coming up? No, no, everything focused on the fight right now. Just all the fight, fight. guys. And uh, when is show some support? June fourteenth, Madison Square Garden, Bellator MMA. The link for tickets is in my bio and t-shirts. Please show the support. We get a percentage of ticket sales, so it really helps. Uh, make my wife happy by making me not be broke after this fight. Wow. So, uh, oh, I was going to say, Steve, I've been liking your uh, your podcast, The Whispers of Madness, Echoes of Genius. Something Whispers like that. of Genius, Echoes, Echoes of, of Madness. Madness. Close. Uh, thanks, brother. But I've been really liking that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's, it's a good one. It's, it's vastly different from this one. Um, but, uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun doing it. We've been doing it since... 2006. Oh wow! Since oh, before, really? it was like 700 episodes. It was like 665. Yeah, it, since, and I took like two years off because I got bored. Yeah. But um, yeah, since 2006, before it was called podcast. It was just called internet radio. Oh. And uh, so we've had millions and millions of downloads. So it's been pretty cool. 
But uh, yeah, vastly different from this. But thanks for listening, brother. Very cool. Everybody else, thank you so much. Make sure you check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. And if you do buy any products, it's getting summer, you're looking to be fit, you're looking to buy clothing, you're looking to have vitamins, just check out Onit's, uh, their assortment of stuff. It's really good. And again, it gets blind tested, tested. So if you are an athlete out there, it's safe. Check out onit.com. If you do buy something, put in our promo code MMA Beyond and you'll get a 10% discount. Uh, and support the oh, show. Wait, yeah, I swear by the it. Alpha Brain Instant. Uh, yeah, that Alpha Brain Instant we're all drinking and now. I, I mean, I swear I by. It. I think I it's great. It. And yeah, I yeah. swear by the total health and performance, the power. Yeah, yeah. I swear by it, and it, it doesn't Good taste stuff. too dissimilar from the Alpha Brain Instant. In case you all wanted to know, um, folks, thanks so much. This is MMA and Beyond. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>